Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da 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 Bards and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da Hey, booze bards! Welcome to the quest for America's drinking song. Along the way, we hope you will join in the adventure and, well, drink a little. On that note, this program is best suited for those explorers 21 and older. The path may be bumpy and our language may stray from the course. So put those baby bards to bed and let's get our drink on. Booze bards and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da Welcome to this 11th episode of Booze Bards. Yeah, we actually made it past 10. I feel like 10 was like that landmark. It took us like forever to get there because our lives are very complicated. But here we are at 11. And guys, yeah, that's right. We are not getting paid, right? So um, it's a labor of love. We love everyone who listens to this podcast. It's a liver of love. A liver, yes. Well, the liver of I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't feel like singing. It's okay. Yeah. And well, and that's a great point because we've decided to change it up a little bit. And I think we're going to do this maybe for the next several episodes, maybe that's even so something like a full season. Woo. We're going to interview other people about their favorite drinking songs. And tonight we have my good friend, Doug McCormick, who you're going to hear from in just a few minutes about his top five plus honorable mention drinking songs. And Doug is uh, is really into music. He's a great musician. So he's going to have some 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 picks that we never would have come up with. And that's what is fun about the side quest, Chris. I know. Is that I'm people so are going to do I'm things. Go on this one. I know. I know. Chris um, will not be on this. Some of these interviews maybe we'll we'll okay. be able to do like a side quest you together. Too. You know. I'm going to yeah. leave you out too. Yeah, and you're going to not get to come <laughs> on one of mine. No, actually, uh, it's more. It's way more fun when we're together. Let's just be honest. It, it, this was just a happenstance, yes. and it's a right. way I will share the scheduling thing. Yeah, I'll share this. I'll share this one. You can. It's okay. I will listen. Yeah. <laughs> I will listen, and I will give my thoughts. But I. Well, I'll, we can we can conquer more of the realm if we divide sometimes, and then come back together at the end and sing the songs that we learned. You know. Speaking of realm, some stuff coming up, Greg. Yes, we do. Yes, pretty so um, once again, that? yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, this will go out like tomorrow, maybe, right? So, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah. but so we're we're gonna play uh, the Ravenwood Fair, which I have to say, um, 
we we played last year in the midst of covid um what a weird time this yeah which was really weird but but the organizers have like just i mean outdone themselves like we're going to be uh, amongst uh a, a lot of talent that makes me nervous to be amongst right so definitely go to the ravenwood fair um we'll be there at least two days i'm not sure if we're going to do all three days yet or um but um saturday and sunday i think so yeah, and we'll be drinking and singing. We're going to add a couple of songs to the repertoire this this time. So, Some songs yeah. that are like I have to sing. Last the last gig I got on. I had a most of the yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. be honest, and mm-hmm. I stood there really hoping I was being a good like like moral support because there was very little <laughs> lyrically I was going to be able to help. Right. But I, I, I froze on so many of those songs, but I thought it was so fun. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm so excited. So let's talk uh, about what we're drinking right now. Cause I know you're going to be drinking in a little while on your side quest right. uh, with our special guest, but uh, I am enjoying my, this is my, been my summer ritual and I'm afraid I'm going to have to change because the weather's changing, but we went through fake fall. We are now back yeah. into uh, Hell's return front porch. of summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell's front yeah. porch, that's right. Yeah. Return of winter, or the return of summer, I mean. So I am drinking a vodka lemonade. I have found the best lemonade. We've tried them all, and we like Uncle Matt. I, I had one at your house recently, and it was it was excellent. Yeah. It's very uh-huh. stellar, right? So anyway, yeah. we uh, yeah. So what are you drinking, Greg? I'm drinking an IPA, but I, but uh, you know, I'm going to mention that when I talk to Dougie Doug here. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Well, I am yeah. just going to be hanging out here at the pub. I'm going to let Greg go on his side quest, and um, I think. Does that make Doug like my side piece? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you, what Doug. What does that make me? <laughs> I don't, I mean, this has gotten way too complicated. Whoa. I've dug a hole I can't get out of. <laughs> okay, so uh, here is my interview with Doug. Everybody enjoy. All right, welcome to this new style of a booze bars episode where instead of just Chris and I talking at you with a bunch of bullshit that we just Googled, we're going to go out and mix it up with some randoms. Maybe training alone on a rooftop drinking rampus isn't the way to go. Maybe we should get out there and mix it up with some randoms, you know? And so our first random that we're mixing it up with here is Doug McCormick, who is a multi-talented young man from Boston, which I bet you're going to guess that when you hear him talk. Welcome, Doug. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, guy. Yeah. So Doug is a, is a musician, an artist, uh, I, I think a light beer fan. Is that accurate? Uh, I do love light beer. I'm actually, I've got <laughs> yeah. the Coors Light in my my uh, Yeti see, right there now. There you go. And and Doug is uh, by far the most positive social media user that I know. Um, you're like always the first to like everyone's stuff, to promote everyone's stuff. Um, and uh, you just have this like, you know, genuinely sunny disposition that makes me want to sing drinking songs with you. <laughs> I, I try, man. A lot of it's for uh, to remind myself that I need to be positive, but uh, people tell me that it helps them as well. So if I can do that little bit, um, I mean, the internet is a giant wasteland of bullshit. So 
Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, you know, there's something to that. Like those of us who have a darker disposition, which I definitely count myself on. I I love jokes. I love pot. Like my favorite musician is Devin Townsend, who's like really into like you know fart jokes and like songs about overcoming, you know, depression to be joyful. And it's like that's because we need that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. All right, so just just some some real quick background. So my good buddy Jens is good buddies with Doug, and that's why uh, though you live in Boston, uh, we we did meet once at Jens's lovely wedding, and it was it was lovely meeting you and your wife. But because Jens is my good buddy and he's your your good buddy, and in fact Jens was on an episode of the show, but I, we were too drunk and we fucked up the recording, so we're gonna have to do it again. <laughs> But uh, but there's like that transitive property of friendship where um, since, uh, you know, we we have this mutual friend, we I think we kind of, you know, get each other. So, so we end up well, chatting a lot online. So, yeah, that's what uh, when Jens is like, I think you I think you like Greg and, and Jens knows me enough not to say anything like that, because usually right. when somebody says, oh, you're going to love this person, they're the biggest. Right. You know, exactly. they're the, that's, it's like fucking that's kryptonite, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And then you, you sat next to us at the wedding, and it was great. And it was a nice, uh, I mean, that was an intense wedding, you know? It was small. Drink too much, so I, I was really worried I was going to fuck well, something yeah, up. Well, yeah, we were kind of like the 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 punk people at a wedding full of, like, kind of not punk people. And so yeah. it was like. Are we going to yeah. cause a scene here? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm punk. I'd, I, I guess I'd yeah. loud. I'm not like yeah. I'm well, not, you know, I mean, you know. Uh, uh, subculture-y, whatever you want to. Sub, there you go. Alternative. Bohemian. I'll take alternative. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bohemian. That's even nicer. All right. So, so Doug, you have like more different projects going than I think anybody else that I know. So, uh, and and that's one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on the show, because um, you you're so active in the sort of Boston music scene. Just what's what's up these days, and and what have you been involved in that you want to talk about? Um, I came out with uh, two. One one was a collection of instrumentals, um, called Math Ghosts, um, and that was just kind of I was in the in, I was mixing an album that came out in June um, called Several Nudes, and that's like uh, kind of goes all over the place, and that's. Thirty-nine tracks. Like that's what I did several last. Dudes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I did uh, last last year. Because um, uh, usually practicing with a few bands that I have or going out to shows and. and, and oh, excuse oh. me. There I go. Already. <laughs> <laughs> this is my type of show, man. So it was. It, it was a different situation. So trying to figure out something to do. So um, got back into writing and recording, and I I was having a, a bit of trouble. Um, writing and with art so i've been doing um just recording at home and so i put out uh instrumental album i put out um a full full length uh album both of them are on Bandcamp under doug mccormick d-u-g m-c-c o-r-m-a-c-k yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like shit i haven't had to say my name or spell it in a You're while Coors light <laughs> yeah, this is only my second beer man that's awesome um, and oh, then I've got I've got another album that I'm finishing up right now, um, and it's yeah. it's just going to be a heavy album. Um, I've never done anything like that, so um, you know I do like fast stuff, loud stuff, but this is kind of like medium tempo to slow, kind of just I don't even it just 
a, a bit of sludge with you know songs about cats you know it's, yeah. it, i was like oh i gotta get deep on this and it ended up being about lobsters and cats and you know things like that so but i mean sometimes the that's the best muse you know sort of like uh getting into the animal and fantasy worlds you know so yeah and i mean i love animals i love cats and i love lobsters so yeah so when you record at home uh what do you do for drums um, I've been using GarageBand. The drummer's on there. Yeah, I, I, that's that's why I, that's why I asked because I've done that quite a bit. At first, like way back in the day when I would do drums on GarageBand, I would sit there with my MIDI keyboard and literally like play it with yeah. my you know pointer fingers. Yep. But now they have these like these auto drummers that you can you can play around with them enough to almost like get exactly what you would want. It's pretty cool. And you can make them fuck up too, and that's what I, you know, it's like, oh, the drum is going a little weird, uh, and then like at the end yeah. of the song, the drummer keeps going, or you know, it, you can tweak it. Um, it's it's really, I was really impressed. I was just looking for a beat, and then I figured out how right. to mess with it. And I mean, the the last two, I mean, the several nudes record, it was trying to mimic drummers that I play with. Uh, my buddy Kevin from uh, Square Ape and Psychic Dog, and then my buddy Greg uh, from Beluk Ethereum and uh, the Concerns. And uh, it was, you know, drums are, I can't play drums. So to yeah. try and think of how to tweak drums to sound like two of my favorite drummers, it was right. it, it was fun. It, I mean, I spent so much time on the drums and like listening back, I'm like, holy shit. You know, if I played this for somebody and said, yeah, that's that's a real drummer, they wouldn't really know, you know. For real. I mean, they record like every sound and they have, you know, different, uh, you know, hits and Oh that yeah so it's I, it's pretty amazing like my my 10-year-old son is learning to play the drums and I mean I can like I can keep a beat you know but it's like yeah. so much fun watching but him who, like <laughs> who wants to keep a beat come on man right exactly yeah. yeah so you're also a visual artist and I and I should tell the audience I I have a Doug McCormick original portrait of of my dog Honeybun hanging in our house so You do you uh, do that was fun that was when I was I was I was in a bad spot and you I was like wasn't taking commissions and you sent me that and again this is the Jens connection I was like you can't you, you do, can't say no to me come on you know <laughs> got to do it for Greg you know <laughs> Thank you Jens we treasure your friendship Yeah you smell like fucking ass though to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. All right, so uh, Doug, uh, we have very little structure on the show, but one one structure we do have is we go over what we're drinking. We already hit that with you. You're drinking. Well, no, right? and then I've got I've actually got a uh, <laughs> night shift brewing. Uh, night no, nice. nightlight. It's a fucking great Ooh. beer. Four point three. Um, but nice. It's brewed in Everett. Everett, Mass., which is right next door to where I'm at in, in Somerville. It is a, they have a ton of great, tasty, hoppy, flavorful, like dark, whatever you want. They've got it. They've got some great stuff. And they've got this owl logo, and it's great. But this um, night, uh, Nightlight is fucking great. So drinkable. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's got a cool can. So you don't, I don't look like a fucking jerk with the Coors Light or the Miller Light. That's why I switch between yeah. those two. So. You know, I got to say, I, I'm really happy that uh, all of us um, middle-aged people who, you know, came up in the craft beer revolution got fat. So now all the craft breweries are starting to make light beers. <laughs> so, I just, every time I go in, it's like, yeah. oh my God, that looks great. Yeah. What is the lightest, simplest beer you have? Exactly. The hop, I've, dude, the, I've, yeah. the hops kill me. 
They go right to my oh, really? my uh, my sinuses. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, oh, no, I, I get not have that problem, which is good because I'm drinking, I'm drinking a stone. Um, basically, I'm drinking a stone, truthfully, because I had a busy afternoon, and that's what that, that was the best they had at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like gonna drop by a brewery and get like one of my favorite beers, but I had to pick the kids up, and I was getting something at Walgreens, and it was taking real long. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have to buy something here." But you know, it's a hazy double IPA, and it is not bad at all. Although it is the opposite of light, so I'm yeah. afraid I, I missed my light beer boat today because I it was either a Michelob light or basically this, and I was like, well, you know, <laughs> no, Michelob light is fucking cat water. Yeah, nothing, nothing well, you know, yeah. uh, Michelob light is like uh, sex in a canoe, fucking oh, yeah. near to water. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was at uh, South Beach or whatever it was, so they were drinking the ultras for a while. And oh, it would always yeah. be the end of the night, and there'd be more ultras there, and I'd be like, ah, I guess I'll have a few of those. And I mean, it <laughs> yeah. was it was late enough that you didn't it's really come notice, to this. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you saved the light beers for last. That's the key. All right. Well, Doug, um, I have to go like ten feet over there to my refrigerator to get another beer. Okay. But cue yourself up because we're going to start talking about your top five favorite drinking songs. <laughs> All right. And uh, you can go and check me out on Instagram. You can check out my art, Doug McCormick Art, D U G M C C O R M A C K A R T, Doug McCormick Art on uh, Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I've got an art page and I do some, I, I used to do live painting. Um, I'm, I'm going to start getting back into that but uh we just finished a move so uh start we're still settling in i can't wait because my daughter ellie is an aspiring uh painter and of of animals no less so she she loved watching that when we could do it so we'll, we'll be there as soon as you're back on i appreciate the support you guys were one of the first ones to send me photos of the the kids doing it so that yes. was a great yeah that was a great uh i had i had you know maybe like four or five friends send it with the kids and be like thank you for giving us a break you know well yeah it was like <laughs> i should say he started doing this like in the 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 uh peak of quarantine like what probably like may of 2020 or so right? yeah i so. think it was the end of april mm -hmm. um of 2020 yeah well, that's all a pretty big drunken haze for me. That part Dude, of twenty twenty. At, at that point, I was. That was when I was like, okay, we yeah. gotta stop doing the gin and tonics every night. You know. Yeah, seriously. That's when I hit my highest weight ever. I think on May tenth of of twenty twenty because it was like I'm I'm usually like a pretty strict like weekend only kind of drinker unless I have like a show to record or whatever. Right, but like quarantine, it was like, well, you know, we got through uh, Tuesday. <laughs> so, <you know? laughs> I don't know. I don't know how 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 teachers did it and are going to continue to do it. I don't know how parents have done it. Um, it's it's a very intense situation. So kudos to you guys for not killing each other, you know, and not yeah. killing the kids and, and all alive so. and being being positive. You know, that's yeah. the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're back in school five days a week, so that's kind of nice. Did they already, did they already start? Yeah, they started like three days ago, so it's been okay. it's been pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like the shitty part is that we have to wake up at like six a.m. now. Hence, we're doing this like a little bit earlier than I usually do this. <laughs> so. Awesome. All right. Well, are you ready? 
Doug. I'm ready. Uh, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm ready, man. You're you're gonna hate me, but I'm gonna say let's dig into Doug's songs. <laughs> All right. Are you gonna go backwards, or are they in a particular order? Like, I just what's... no. I just they. I had them in the order that I wrote them down when you first yeah. um, hit me up. And I mean, like I said, I I was like, well, I got seven. Are we doing are we doing five? Are we doing ten? So. I did the top five and then the, the honorable mentions, great. you know. Honorable mentions are great. So what what's your, like, if if you thought of it this way, wh- what were you, like, going for? What was your criteria here? Because I don't like to poison the well by telling people what we're looking for or anything. I want to I get out of you just, like, what is a drinking song to Doug McCormick? To, to me, I, I like, um, you know, I don't want to be thinking when I'm drinking, you know what I mean? It's so so right like yeah. I, I've got I've got my 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 stuff that I really like to kind of like, you know, fucking get weird to when I'm drinking, but I love like boogie woogie, <laughs> rock and roll, um, right. you know, jump blues, uh something something with a groove, you know, and something that yeah. you can usually you don't know the words and then there's something that you can latch on to, you know, at some point. Hey, you know, it's so I mean, kind of sing along, but mostly right. you probably don't know the words, but it makes you move and you don't know why. And you're having a good time, you know. Um, I, lo- I love this definition because I never know the words to anything, even like my favorite songs. Like it, if I'm not yeah. looking at the lyric sheet. Like, you exactly. Know, yeah. so, so to me, that's, you know, and, and it's usually gets you moving, shoulders moving and gets you yeah. drinking. And you, you know, pretend to play guitar or whatever the fuck you like to play, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, but that's that that was my that was the first thing I thought of because I was thinking of these songs and I was like, well, I mean, I, I put I put a, uh, a sad song in there, obviously, because you do need those. Well, sometimes you have those nights, right? Those so pensive moments, yeah. you know, but to me, it's like if I'm why am I going to waste a beer on fucking being sad, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you know, going to work and somebody's like, "Are you high?" It's like, no. Why am I gonna fucking waste my drugs to come to work? Jesus Christ! You know, I've always, I've always wondered that. Like, it's a uh, for me, like getting drunk and high are something that is like it's set aside as a special thing, and I, I want to protect it and like yeah. make it special. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get to you, yeah. you, you don't get to encroach on my good times, man. You know, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Right on. All right, so um, lay it on us, man. All right, so uh, number one, or first one on the list is WPLJ by the Mothers of Invention. Um, it's an old doo-wop and, and song. And what does WPLJ stand for? Because I had to Google this one. I did not know. White port and lemon juice, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tastes real good to me. And uh, I, I'm a big Zappa fan. And um, when I first started listening to Zappa, uh friend was like you know he really loves doo-wop my dad loves doo-wop and r&b and soul and shit like mm-hmm. that so we grew up with some of that and um as soon as i found his it was like holy shit you know i mean the yeah. guy really loves doo-wop he really loves yeah. he loves that music so to hear them do it um and the four the original band was the four deuces um and the mothers do it a little bit slower um, but it's gotcha. it's it's got a it's got a little bit more of a swagger, and obviously they're poking fun at themselves and they're poking fun at everything. I mean that's what the mothers were right. doing at that point. Um, and it's 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 one of the early version of the mothers. It's I think it's right before they uh, that Zappa disbanded the f- first incarnation of the mothers. Uh, but um, it was on burnt weenie sandwich. 
which is <laughs> and and at that yeah. point he was putting out albums that were half live half studio stuff from the band that he just split up so right. he there were all these kind of and I, I love that kind of aspect of Zappa's stuff too as well it's you know it's 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 a, it's a collage a lot of it you know um so he was pulling from doo-wop and you know um jazz and you know w- you know kind of whatever he w- he was feeling you know at mm. that time but um yeah but so the po- the important point is for you it's it's the mother's version i listened to also the four deuces version just like yeah yeah which which sent it to me which was really cool it was like yeah yeah it's it's cool you know and i i i i i i had heard that before but mm-hmm. it didn't stick the way the mothers were you know you know when you hear something right. It sticks a different way, um, yeah, depending sure. on depending yeah. on where you are, you know, age wise or mental wise, you know. So, um, and a little note is uh, on guitar and vocals is Lowell George from uh, Little Feet. Ah, all he right. was he was in the the Mothers of Invention very briefly, and uh, I don't I don't really care for Little Feet, but I know people who do, so you know maybe yeah. we can get some hit <laughs> some hits on that. So. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. And and is this one that you ever have kind of found yourself singing while drinking? Or is it more uh, I, like a listen while drinking? Uh, that's uh, I've actually been in uh, we, uh, one of my first original bands. We played that. So it was nice. like, we've got to play this, you know, and then we, we would do that. You know, we were just we, we, we were, it was just, you know, kind of jammy bar blues you know right. so it's like let's do some fucking doo-wop you know and hit the high notes and everybody had a blast so and if it was your first band you were like probably getting paid in beer basically anyway right oh so. man it was it was and it was it was a place and they'd give you like a case of beer we didn't make any money tonight but here take a case of fucking pass exactly like yeah okay cool <laughs> new oh, wave man. cafe Pe- People of a certain age, like that was like the thing was like past blue ribbon and and like I, I was in the, you know, sort of like punk hardcore scene. And it's like it seems like all the hardcore kids, for whatever reason, they only drank PBR and smoked Parliament. So we all just smoked Parliament. Yeah. It's like the worst fucking cigarette there is. Wow. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I never uh, I never smoked cigarettes, but I know I know plenty of good people for you who love, you, the, par- it, who love the parliaments. Yeah. Right. To this, on. But to this day, I can't drink a Gansett or a, um, a Paps without chewing a piece of fucking gum. I have to have like mint yeah. gum because that that was always <laughs> a thing. I can't stand the flavor of it anymore. I've drank. So I, you know, I probably, you know, put several Paps people through college. I don't know. I mean, but, yeah, uh, for real. That's, of the like, Paps that's family, all we drank you know? for my oh. early 20s, basically. So terrible tasting, but. I could if if I've got a piece of gum and I can chew it because that's what they serve at all the bars around here. So interesting. So it's still on tap. Like where where I have to confess, I I live in like a, a really kind of yuppie sort of area. So like you know, it's it's only the the fancier craft brews, and so they don't have. There's no or it's like the there's like where I live, still kind of a rednecky thing going on too. It's like yeah. yuppies, and rednecks, right? But the rednecks don't drink PBR. They drink you know. Miller Lite, <laughs> whatever. So, yeah, there's it's uh it's Tall Boys, Tall Boys of uh, right. Paps, and then Tall exactly. Boys of uh, Gansett. So, <clears throat> awesome. All right, well, um, you know, we get strictly speaking, we're not allowed to play other people's recordings on this. So, everybody, stop the podcast. Go check out WPLJ <laughs> by the Mothers of Invention. 
And then and then uh, we'll get on to your next one, which um, I'm kind of excited to hear about as well, because I, I, this many of these songs I had never heard until you sent me this list. So this one I I had never even heard of the artist, whereas you know obviously I knew the Mothers of Invention, but which what, are you talking about Whiskey Train? Or are you talking no, about I'm dr- talking drunk? about I uh, know Whiskey Train, and I'm talking about Drunk by Jimmy Liggins. I I had yeah, never Jimmy heard of Liggins. Jimmy Liggins. Yeah. So he's a guitar player uh, and a band leader, and he influenced. Um, he was on the same label. It's called Specialty Records, um, out of L.A. Um, uh, Sam Cooke was on Specialty Records. Mm-hmm. Started out on Specialty Records. Little Richard, uh, Lloyd Price. Uh, shit, who else? Uh, fuck. Uh, Guitar Slim was on there too. So you know, R&B, blues, right? Uh, that, a bit, that a bit of doo wop, yeah. you know. Uh, some soul. Um, he. He was he was you know a big influence on uh, you know obviously Elvis and and Little Richard all the uh, Chuck Berry the the original guys because he was the band leader but he was a guitar player and he would strut you know um, and right. his his brother's a little bit more uh, well known uh, Joe Liggins um, but I I really like Jimmy because uh, he just again it's that swagger it's a strut mm-hmm. you know and it's got the drunk yeah and, and, uh, and the grit and the right song. you know yeah yeah. Like, I often, I often like when I, when I, you know, uh, Jens and I are both uh, dudes who are on the much uh, sort of heavier, darker end of the musical spectrum most of the time. But when I go back and I listen to that old rock and roll, you can hear that deep darkness there. You know what oh, I mean? It's, <laughs> and it, I really, it, I really appreciate. It. I should do more of that. But yeah, that's why I love the blues, man. Um... And as corny as that that is to say, I mean the blues. It, 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 I was a metalhead, and right. then I got into the blues, and then you know found you know faster music like uh, the Locust and shit like that, where or Melt Banana, where it was just total spaz okay. out, you know, Screamo. and and yeah. and then just uh, kind of found you my place in in between, <laughs> you know, and it was just like yeah. you could play the blues and make it gnarly, and and you know, right. and you don't have to play it exactly you know you know what one whatever they say one four five or whatever the fuck it is but uh right. to me uh I, I just love the blues and, and it's the same thing it's it's you don't have to be sad to have the blues or to enjoy the blues the same thing as metal you don't have to be fucking angry to right. enjoy it and no. metal metal and the blues and even like super sappy like al martino like uh 50s yeah. crooners shit that will snap me out of a bad mood and like That's if i thing. just have the it's, headphones it's cathartic, on it just right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why people were doing the blues. They they weren't doing the blues to wallow. They were doing the blues to to ascend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and, and that's uh, that's one of one of my favorite things is just uh, just listen to that. And and, uh, on this track, I mean, it's just they're honking along. You can hear you can hear (laughs) just walking down the street, staggering, you know, and and I was going to say it feels the song felt kind of drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Even the horns sound a little off. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, no. Um, and he had so specialty records. There's a box set, and I think it's uh, six CDs, and you can find it on uh, online. I found it in a Newberry Comics, a local record store up here, um, for yeah. ten bucks. Yeah. And it nice. comes with a book, and it just is just so much. It starts um, in 1945, and I think it goes up to 1954 or something like that. 
Um, but I mean, you can just hear the progression of everybody in the recording right. process. And, you know, maybe one song from one artist, things like that. There's a lot of Little Richard on there who I love and uh, Lloyd Price, who I, I really, really love. Um, but check it out. Specialty Records. It's a uh, box set. Um, you could probably find, I mean, you know, search that and now you whatever. Can find so, everything everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's what I mean. I don't want to advertise yeah. any for anybody. Use just use your search engine. Use the, your uh, magic computer that you have in your pocket well, to find it. It's funny because uh, I think we, we chatted about this like a, a little bit like a couple weeks ago or I comments or something. But like uh, I've, I've been listening to Trout Mass Replica on YouTube, like pieced together from somebody's playlist for years. And it's finally on Spotify in, in Toto. Because so, like. Yeah, I have a record player and all that, but it's like I I'm I've got three kids. I have a demanding job. Like I have a podcast. I don't sit down and listen to records that often. Yeah, right? so, yep. I mean, so, like, I've I've still got yeah. the iPod Classic, man. So, <laughs> every, everything's on there. Um, yeah. No, but I, I think that's the Zappa Family Trust finally did that. They put a bunch of right. his stuff on there. Um, it's cool to see that. I I'm not a hundred percent with uh, Spotify. Um. I don't right, right. really don't uh, pay uh, off this enough and stuff. Yeah, it's it's for it's, me. It's like I the I I totally appreciate all that, but I also like sit down and turn it on. No, <laughs> totally, man. I totally understand yeah. it. I totally yeah. understand it. Um, I hope somebody works out a better system. Well done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think they will, man. That's the thing is they create yeah. a system, break it I down, mean, tell you what you need, and then they say no, that's right. not right, and it's it's incredible. I mean. Good for them. I mean, they make money every time. So what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, all right. So everybody, again, go listen to Drunk by Jimmy Liggins. It's fun. Um, I don't think anyone's going to need to go listen to this next one. Because <laughs> I, I think everybody has probably heard this song. <laughs> is, is it girl, Girls Just Want right. to Have Fun? Yeah. 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 <laughs> again, you might not know all the words but you're gonna be moving right. you're gonna be like even if yeah. you're like drunk and you're like oh my girlfriend put on this song and when he goes <laughs> daddy you'll be like, oh my god i love this pot it's captain lou albano you know it's like the fuck just enjoy it so uh first of all uh my wife always likes to point out that Sidney lopper was like if you were a kid in the 80s was like entry-level punk rock you know what i mean like yeah. she was weird Right? You know what I mean? She's um, so unusual. Which, That's the name of the yeah, record. Yeah, that like set her apart from like the pop stars of the time. Like you know, and then second of all, it always makes me think of there's like a Sarah Jessica Parker movie that I may have even been called Girls Just Want to Have Fun, but it's something where she like sneaks out to dance to this song, and it's like <laughs> it fills me with joy. <laughs> so. No, this. I mean, this song. I mean, this whole album is one of those albums that like shit uh money changes everything was on that um time after time you know so this is mtv it's 1983 so i mean i was young but they still continue to play those videos a little while after that but uh i just remember just like i mean i love pop music just as much as i love like the blues and all that shit and like her formulas are are right there and and the production and her fucking singing is just on point um, and I didn't know that somebody else wrote the song. Really? I mean, yep. that's very often the case in those pop songs, right? Yeah, so. I just figured, I mean, because she's a songwriter herself. Right. Uh, right. So I just figured that, like, she wrote it. But uh, a, a guy named Robert Hazard uh, wrote it in, yeah. in 1979. No idea. That's his one thing. Interesting, you know. Yep. 
it's uh, the, been the, covered. The one I love to like for non-music nerds, I love to blow their mind that like um, uh, the 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 one song they know from Quiet Riot was actually the '70s band called Slade from France or whatever. Yep. You know, yep. which that version, frankly, I prefer. But you know, you but that's that's different. That's like a band doing a cover with yeah, the pop yeah. songs. It's often some dude who's a producer that you absolutely have never heard of. Yep. And is just sitting there uh, collecting uh, his royalty checks uh, for his mansion in Franklin, Tennessee. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean the Turtles. I was like, oh my god, right. they they had people that wrote all their songs. You know, most right. of their hits came from two people that wrote "Happy Together." You know, um, yeah. I love the, I, I love the Turtles. So, um, but, you know, my my favorite story with the, with the the quiet producer writing the song is um, there's that fucking Miley Cyrus song. Uh, party in the usa mm -hmm. which is like very much written from like the perspective of like a 15 year old girl and it was like written by a 50 year old dude <laughs> in fact he was the guitarist for the snl band for many years so nice. like, <laughs> yeah no i mean that's uh what do you call it lemmy wrote mama i'm coming home yeah. You know? I, I, which, which is really interesting because again, you think it's like Ozzy talking about his wife or whatever. And it's Lemmy who like was never married or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, and yeah. that's I mean, the same thing is the, the blues, pop music, uh, whatever you're writing. If you have that, um, if you've got that oomph, that itch, right. you know, and you you think you can reach it, go for it because I mean yeah. that's. A, with with the the heavy stuff that I'm doing right now, like I said, it was like I'm gonna have these these lyrics or something. I don't know. I'm really gonna get into this, and it was just like you found a sun puddle. You know, it's like <laughs> it's warm. <laughs> I just get to use uh, my best I bet, friggin' that's voice. That's totally my jam. Like I I'm well like my wife is like really into hip hop. Like she's really into alt hip hop, like rap Fiera and and Aesop Rock and stuff like that. And she's into it because she likes to like break down like all the references and and yeah. for me like music is like almost pure emotion like the lyrics are 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 just another instrument for me very often right like you know there, there could be times where it really hits but it's like like I I feel it through the music more through, than through the lyrics you know yeah no and it depends on I mean there's songs you pro probably nice probably listen to you know a million trillion times and you've thought right. you had the words and then all of a sudden you're like yes. holy shit he's talking about patio furniture oh my <laughs> god that's beautiful now it really speaks to me patio furniture <laughs> all right so number four on the list that you sent me okay it's something yeah. that i bet a lot a lot more people will know than than the the first couple that we hit but uh interpol oh yeah uh rest my chemistry yeah yeah, and I so heard this song. I heard that when it was on a. Uh, they had a five-song live EP, and it was before that album came out, I believe. Um, the uh, uh, our love to admire, um, and I didn't know it, but the the singer was getting sober at that point when he wrote that song, and I mm -hmm. guess that was like it was uh. a real critical failure a lot of people really right. loved it a lot of people didn't like it at all and to me they were kind of a one-trick pony and then with that record i was like holy shit okay you know they were using different right. instrumentation they had like strings and, right. and 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 more piano and stuff um so they're kind of like spreading out a little bit but i guess it was really hard record to make and he was getting sober 
So to me, rest my chemistry always is kind of like, hey, dude, fucking chill out or whatever, you know, not necessarily right. after drinking, but it mm-hmm. it just always hit me. But you said drinking songs. And like I said, that was the, these yeah. are the, like within, you know, I'd say like four hours of you sending that. I was like, OK, you know, had <laughs> yeah. these and it wasn't even it was just like a song would come up and I'm like, oh, shit. And then, OK, so I went with the first. <laughs> The first five, and you know, the the, the honorable mentions are, are long, but uh, right. But yeah, no, it's and again, it's got that groove. It's got a swagger. It's, right. And again, it's maybe it's um, you know, he's 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 the the morning after or something like that. He's moping, you know. Right. It's got the same right. kind of swagger as drunk, but maybe he's not as drunk, and he's like, oh shit. You know, what did I do? Or yeah. I don't, you know, and this is me, you know, yeah. that's that's the good thing about music or art. You know, you put your own uh, meaning to it. Um, right. But this, exactly. this song, as soon as I heard that first, I was just like, oh, shit, man. It just, it's got something to it. Again, it moves your shoulders. To me, if you start doing that, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like. Aunt at a wedding dance, you know that you uh, yeah. <laughs> you did it, man. You did it. It doesn't matter who I you are. We're ever gonna call that move Aunt at a wedding dance? Yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're always the yeah. best dances or the most fun, you know. So what the fuck? Well, especially when they're like they're drunk and they're old enough to not give a fuck, and that is what makes you a good dancer. What makes you a good dancer is getting out of your fucking head space. Oh yeah, yeah. Your body space. You know what I mean? Yep. I I was a good dancer for a long time. And I think that's why uh, Kelly likes me or my wife likes me so much. <laughs> she Before I even knew her, like I was at uh, college orientation and one of her friend's bands was playing and she was already at school for a year or two. And I just came yeah. down and I wasn't hanging out with anybody. So I just, there's a band, came down in my fucking pajamas and just, she's like, yeah, no, that's when I noticed you. And then, you know, a few years later we started dating. So yeah, that's a nice little story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if you know this uh, artist, but um, we went and saw Wayne the Train Hancock, who plays like 1940s style, like uh, swing uh, honky tonk kind of, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. from a kind of like al- alternative kind of perspective, you know. And we went and saw him, and Kate and I were the only people who fucking danced. I'm like, people, this is like, like, like Western swing. Like, yeah. you dance. That's what you yeah. fucking like you know come on like, you don't stand there and watch them with your is dc right i don't know if you've ever been to a well, show in DC, but it's so ingrained in the dc scene that you stand there with your arms folded you know no. i went yeah. to i went to the black cat once with jens some yeah. friends of mine from boston were on tour and i was like jens my buddies are in town so i was down there and we went and definitely had too much to drink yeah uh, it was good Got Chinese food the next day. Can't beat that. Any dozens of nights like that at the Black Hat. But <laughs> all right, oh. last one on your. Oh, nice. That was right at his cat, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Sigourney <laughs> which, which loves that? beer. Sigourney. Yeah. yeah, that's Sigourney Denise Weaver. Nice. She's a sweetheart. She loves it when I'm up here. If I'm playing music, she's on the piano. So, nice. Or yeah. on the pedal board. So. It's of course. On the, yeah. yeah. It's um, warm. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's just like this is great. I can see everything. Yeah. She's my executive producer. <laughs> All right, number five on your number official. number five is uh, "Whiskey Train" by uh, Procol Harum, and uh, they did uh, "Whiter Shade of Pale." 
Uh, right. Had, that's what. Could, uh, that's their sort of big hit. Yeah, that, that was the big hit, and a lot yeah. of people yeah. call that the beginning of uh, progressive rock because it yeah. was. Yeah. It was a so pop song, like, but like it wasn't in the usual format. Something like this that. one is uh, this is 1970 actually. 70, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So this it was they that I think Whiter Shade of Pale came out in in 68, I think. But this okay. was their fourth record. Um, it's called Home. So it's, it's a great record, and this one is all blues. It's all just like dirty honking guitar, um, and it's uh, Robin Trower on guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually wrote this song, um, the original for the first three albums, Quit. So they got their old bass player from their, you know, uh, not even high school band. It was like their their first band. And it became right. what their first band was, which was like an R&B band, R&B blues band. Right. right. Um, the, the Paramounts or, was. Or Skiffle. Yeah. Then. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like right yeah. after that, you know, they wanted yeah. to do like the American american blues and, and soul and stuff like that um but the, the original band was called the paramounts so this was essentially like a tighter version of the paramounts produced well um and it's just it's a honking riff there's not as much as uh, as much piano as i would love because i love the piano uh gary brooker his playing is awesome and that's the singer and uh i've seen them twice um and the nice. last time i saw them they were in a, a really small spot and you know obviously it's just Gary Brooker, and then it's a you know guys that right. I've been with him for twenty years now, but it's not the original guys. Right, but not like and yeah, not all the. He's just yeah. dude. He's just the coolest. Just the cool. Like you know, he's sitting there and he's playing the song, and somebody's yelling at him. He's like, "Sir, I'd love to have a conversation with you, but there's a lot of other people here, you know." And he just keeps, <laughs> pl- you know what I mean? Just keeps playing, and he's got this. Yeah. He's got this. Uh, peach schnapps that he drinks just this clear glass it's you know like 17 ounce glass and he just sips on it the whole time and he gets up every once in a while and i don't even know how old he is at this point but right i was gonna his, I, I have this real appreciation for like the lifers like the guys who have been at it i'm i feel old and they've been at it way longer than i've been oh, alive man, and, and, like, they, you know I mean? and like, they've never you know yeah. they've never i mean obviously they probably have families and kids and things like that but they're on the road they never stop the yeah, time exactly all the time and, and without ever like you know it's like it's like one thing if you're like robert plant is doing a tour or whatever but like the guys who like you you never got that big payday you love this shit you know like and, and that's exactly it. it's like okay how do i get to making the next record how do i get to selling right you know, the next ticket or whatever. And I mean, I would have loved to shake and, you know, give him a handshake or whatever. Uh, it yeah. was just, I mean, he's just so cool. So smooth, just so calm. And he would just lean back and do the, you know, the ah, like totally let it, let it go. And it was like, Holy <laughs> shit, dude, yeah. didn't even need the microphone to shake the fucking chandelier and that, you know, <laughs> so cool, man. So cool. I'm also a fan of that, even for, especially for drinking songs, I should say, not even of like, um, so, so like my, one of my wife's like favorite artists of all times is Elliot Smith. And I just always had a little trouble getting into Elliot Smith because he, he holds back, he whispers all his songs and I get it. Like, it's like, it's, 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 you know, brooding and dark and, and beautiful or whatever. But I really like the performers who like put it all out there. I, I want well, to whip it like, out, man. Whip it out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Slap it on the table for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, and that's um, uh, Procol Harum. It's all drinking songs. Right. And a lot of them are really sad. Really sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they might have a good. Stuff. They'd have a good beat. They'd have yeah. a good. You know. 
a good progression, whatever. Um, and they do the proggy stuff and they get far out, but they're, they're definitely one of my favorite bands. Their second album, uh, Shine On Brightly, a friend, my buddy Ethan, in this band, uh, Laser Tooth. Go check out Laser Tooth if you like Space Prog. I, I've um, checked out. Oh, it. man. They're incredible. Recommendation. So, yeah. And, yeah. and they're like us, Greg. They're like us. They're just genuine fucking music lovers, right. just good yeah. people. And it's just like, hey, I got I got like five minutes. I got to go. Uh, let me just whip out this keyboard solo, and then I got to go take the kids. <laughs> and it's like, fuck yeah. All right. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the beer's putting working. it all out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, putting it all out there. I don't yeah. know. Um, but but uh, he gave me Shine On Brightly. It's the second Procol Harum album. Mm-hmm. Really heavy blues a huge piece at the end that's like five or six different parts that was another one of those holy shit we don't have to do a two minute pro, uh, pop song you know um right. so that one caught caught me you know gave me the bug and they've got nine good albums i haven't heard the newer stuff but there's nine albums um that they have and it's mostly like you know about rum and you know <laughs> his, his girlfriend leaving and taking the cat and things like that you know right. and just really i mean it's sappy and sad but it's you know it's heavy too so i i just love procol harem so that's why i'm there right on. i i love it i love it and i hope that that you know by virtue of doing this like somebody else out there who should love them will now so you know that's the that's the best thing about music is hopefully yeah. somebody hears it you know or finds it yeah yeah uh, you know so uh Ian Savonius, like who is irritating, oh, yeah. but oh. like a really, oh, no. really <laughs> interesting guy. Like, you know, um, <laughs> he has this, like, he's obsessed with this because I, I love him. And so I, I, I watch all of his stuff. He had, he had this like show on like, that's uh, on the internet, but, like, soft, soft focus. focus. Exactly. So on, on soft focus, he talks a lot about how, like, uh, when you go into those really deep cuts, you find shit that's like way better then even the stuff that we know from, I mean, not even just talking about pop music, but even the stuff yeah. you know from, like, oh, I'm into this subgenre or whatever, like the deep cuts that you, you have to dig through the, the old record bins to find are sometimes so much better. And there's, there's such an element of like randomness, it seems, to like what gets out there. But that's also kind of beautiful because it gives the opportunity for those of us who are into this kind of thing to just like keep going down the rabbit hole forever. Well, that's you know? dude. Like, uh, yeah. like I'm, I'm still in. I'm, I'm in like, I think I'm maybe like 74, 75 music wise. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm getting right. to that point where I'm like, I'm finally out right. of the 50s. You know, right. right? So I can. I'm starting to branch out a little. I in, in quotation marks. Big. Oh, see, I work. Marks. I work more backwards than forwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know a lot of the the yeah. newer, cooler stuff until somebody shows me. So and and right. again, cooler in quotation marks. Right. And it's not that I don't like new music or new art. It's just I'm still completely. You're working on. You've got just you've got... enamored buy it yeah. and trying to figure out what the fuck man you know it's like jerry Lee lewis in the room with the band and he's fucking there's one microphone how do you get it to sound right. that fucking good yeah. fuck you yeah. you know yeah. it's like <laughs> god damn it that's the stuff i love i love those uh rig rundowns and uh, the classic albums where they go through right. every track and all that shit I'm just, you know, and there's there's like a magical placement of a microphone in a room oh, <laughs> that some dudes just have like a a a, a sixth sense for, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah. the um with the, a lot of those honking saxophone tones, 
um, that you hear mm-hmm. on all the old R&B records, they would put the microphone be- behind the guy and he would blast it into a corner. So he'd be uh-huh. playing the saxophone yeah. up and over him. It would him, bounce and it off. Would, yeah. It would bounce off, come at the mic just right and give it the perfect amount of kind of bounce and reverb. Oh, right. I love I love that stuff. Yeah, I love that you love it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. You know what I mean? It, yeah. I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I will remember who played what on, you know. Oh, it's, so true. Yeah. it's and, and that's I mean, my family's the same way. I mean, obviously, I get it from somebody. Uh, my whole family or they're just a bunch of nerds. It's like, hey, you know who plays second fiddle on this one? You know, just. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, so lucky. And, and I and I hope to be doing this for my kids. My parents like seriously don't listen to music like it's they're really weird like that and so i so i had like a a bigger job to do i had to like discover absolutely like you know i was like my sister would like turn on like casey Kasem when i was a kid and then finally like one day like they were on the rock station and i heard tom sawyer and i was like whoa yeah. <laughs> like, <that's>, you know, <laughs> oh baby oh yeah. baby um, i can but i can remember the first time being in uh in the liquor store in Canada, old enough to buy, <laughs> and 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 being like walking up to the counter, and it was fucking uh, limelight came on, and it was yeah. just like, just I'm getting the goosebumps right now, and I I like exactly. welled exactly. up, and this is my sister in law. I was like, it's fucking Rush, and we're in Canada, and I'm buying beer. <laughs> Cheers, Carolyn. I'm not sure if you remember that. But that was all right, so Doug, we've been going a long time, uh, and we gotta we gotta let the people um, take their peas because they've been drinking while they're listening to this. I hope yeah. so. Let's let's breeze through your honorable mentions because there's some worth hitting here, uh, even if we have to do it in uh, in in shorter fashion. But um, yeah, All right. go. So um, again, Hound Dog Taylor, go check it out. Three piece, two guitars. Um, he had six fingers on one hand, um, playing slide. He didn't get famous. Yeah, this, this one I had never heard of, so I, I, that's what I and, really appreciate you for. Yeah, and, and I, I know I know that it's a, I, I believe it's a cover. I, I I can't remember who who does the original. I, I think a lot of people do it. A lot of those old blues songs. That's what they do. But he didn't get famous until uh, mid seventies, uh, I think maybe seventy three, mm-hmm. and then he died in seventy five, something like that. Um, so he got some 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 respect, um, but he just kept doing it. Um, great great party yeah. music. The band's called the House Rockers. You can't beat that. Uh, and yeah. then uh, there's a Moose on the Loose. There's another specialty <laughs> yeah, records. That's really uh, Rod, Rod, yeah. Roddy Jackson. Yeah. Again, it's it's all about a party. And then the zoo comes in, and there's a Moose on the Loose. There's a deer in the beer. You know, there's a monk on the bunk. You know, uh, so they make animal noises. And then at the very end of the chorus, they go, "He climbed a tree." Everybody in unison. It, there's no reason for it. Since, since we have a Canada theme, it's it's almost like a Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. It just all of a sudden stops, and then there you go. Um, and then uh, I was I was in the house when the house burnt down by Warren Zevon. I mean, I love Warren Zevon. Right. A lot yeah, of his yeah, stuff yeah. is, it's it's heavy stuff. Some of it, but I mean, some of it's just great, goofy, sad pop stuff. And and this is another one you might not know all the words, but then when it gets to the, I was in the house when the house burned down, right. bound. Everybody know, you know, it's right. you can sing, you can sing that. Um, and then Lola by the Kinks, yeah, obviously, 
again. Very, oh, you know, that one's like really singable. Like there's when you, I, I always say this in the show, but when you can hang on the on the vowels, you know mm-hmm. that low, you know, like yeah. And yeah. again, you can belt it, you know, it, yeah, or you exactly. can sit there and, and, and exactly. clap and slow, la, 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 la. Yeah. whatever you want to do. And the kinks, I mean, they were terrible drunks, too. So <laughs> um, something going on in my room by uh, Daddy Cleanhead. He comes home and uh, he has a whole bunch of racket going on and he something <laughs> going on in my room. You know, he can't figure it out. What is his wife doing? He walks in and she's drunk and she's dancing with the broom. That's the punchline of you know. that song. So, <laughs> like, I mean, as you, you do. Gotta, you, if, if he's out, you gotta have you gotta have a partner. Yeah. So, uh, and then Har- "Horrible Day" by Frank Black and the Catholics. Um, oh and it's yeah. Ju- it's just kind of a jangly again a sing along, and it's it's a terrible song. It's it's all about. I think he gets his papers for his divorce, and he's like. Yeah, yeah he, Frank, he's out. Frank he's out like of that. luck, and take like terrible shit and make it into something kind of beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, 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 yeah. and the Catholics are one of the tightest bands. Um, yeah, modern bands that you know maybe you haven't heard of or listened to, um, and then um, Salt of the Earth by by the Rolling Stones. I mean, that's a great. That's yeah. a part. That's a party tune. Um, you know, that's. Uh, that's something. So if somebody starts stringing it, uh, strumming it, you might not know everything, but you can. Let's drink. Right. You know, it's like okay, cool. Um, the horror by uh, Space Hog. Yeah, this um, this one was new to me, and I was surprised uh, that I was like, that I hadn't heard this before. So yeah. Yeah, this was uh, from the Hogacy, um, and this came out right before 9/11, and their hit or their single on that was going to be um, "This Is America." So it told, they told, yeah, and it was all about kind of making yeah. fun of reality TV and stuff. Great song, right. super poppy. Maybe would have done something, maybe not. But uh, they just kind of, I think they were on their on their way out anyways. Um, but uh, right. I love Space Hog, and they they came out with another album, and it's really sad, um, but it's good. Um, and then uh, that one's all about you know not having enough drugs or whatever it is too. So it's a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of regret in that one. Yeah. Uh, and then another regret one is uh, Restorative Beer by the Fiery Furnaces, um, brother and sister duo. Um, and they actually just got back together doing a few shows. They haven't done anything in 10 years. They've got great solo stuff as well. But, uh, you know, uh, shit. I want a restorative beer to take uh, take away all of these tears or something like that is the chorus. You know, um, I think that's a concept that everybody can get behind. You know, beer can restore you. Yeah, yeah, or or you at least make you forget, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, but sometimes up. it's like when your electronic shit fucks up, what do you do? You power it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you back up. Exactly, and that's why I had like, to have some of these, like, you know, the sad ones in here. Um, yeah. And then uh, this was one of those uh, compilations that you would get. You would sign up for something. All the best from Hawaii. So it's a lot of... Right. Uh, uh, slide guitar, um, steel guitar, mm, of course, and it's yeah. just one of my favorite. I mean, you put this record on, and you either keep the party going, or the people you don't want there will leave, and everybody that you <laughs> that you want to hang out with and have so a mellow it's time. It's a filter, and yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's not and it's not all super really slow Hawaiian right. music. It's like it goes up and down and around. Some vocals, a lot of instrumentals, but. Uh, it's got to be from maybe late 60s. Um, 
it's it's just a great record and uh yeah it's just you know smoke a cigar to it sit on the couch in an right. attic or something i don't know but i've i've definitely cleared a few parties with it um and then again <laughs> the remain the, the remaining people are the people i want to hang right. out with so. exactly exactly that's a it's like a useful tool <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah right on well doug that was that was a fantastic list and uh, I highly encourage everyone to uh, um, pause it and uh, and go listen to all of these because it was it was a fun ride for me certainly. So yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of drunk now, so I want to know um, anybody <laughs> who listens to the show knows that I love uncle jokes, and by that I mean um, dad jokes that are dirty. <laughs> but uh, uh, and and just full disclosure, like Doug and Jens and I like text each other uncle jokes like pretty much every other day at least <laughs> so doug i don't want to put you on the spot but do you have a favorite uh dirty joke that you like to bust out with you know uh, so i actually got in trouble from my uh my sister with this one because my nephew i think he was seven at the time was <laughs> was was letting every this is literally an uncle joke <laughs> yeah so a, a baby whale goes up to a daddy whale says dad where do where do baby whales come from well son when a father whale and a mother whale become intimate and they exchange fluids and through time and you know the universe a baby whale is born and that's why you're here today and the baby whale says thanks dad and the dad says your whale come And then the the other the other uncle uncle joke is um why why can't T Rexes clap? Why? Because they're all dead. <laughs> uh, I love so that. So there you go. So my 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 uh. nephew was standing at the top of the stairs at my sister's my sister in law's open studios, greeting everybody, going, "Welcome." Welcome <laughs> and kind of like leaning into it and looking at my sister, being like, "I know what I'm saying." It's like you fucking prick. <laughs> so cheers, cheers to Louis. Cheers to Louis. the The terrible part about me laughing at all of this is that I am not just an uncle, but I'm also a dad, and I do I'm this to my own clients. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to do you teach him how to filter it out man you know it's exactly. like okay well i know i can say this here you know yeah that's what we work on we work on we work on appropriate use of swear words and dirty jokes and the appropriate time right yep. read the room you... read the room yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> right on well, Doug, uh, th this was uh, truly fantastic. You kicked off our little interview series here of, instead of me and Chris talking about shit, talking to other people, which is, I think, super awesome. I, unfortunately, Chris could not make it, but um, uh, we're gonna, she's going to listen to this and, and, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. But um, before we go, you already mentioned a couple of things, but just like lay it out for us for anybody who wants to find you and your many projects, how they can uh, do that, right? So. Um, all right, so Doug, D-U-G, uh, M-C-C-O-R-M-A-C-K. I got it that time. Right, you got it right this time, I think. Yep. <laughs> Art, um, A-R-T, on Instagram, and then I'm also on Facebook. That's the way you can see um, 
my art, uh, paintings, drawings, things like that. And then once I get into doing live streams, you can see that. Um, and uh, then you can check out um, Doug McCormick on Bandcamp. And then I also have a band called Square Ape on Bandcamp, a band called Beluk Ethereum. Look that up. It's the largest land mammal ever. Um, now I know how to uh, pronounce that because I've seen it yeah. written many times. And oh I man, this it's <laughs> always we always sit there and wait yeah. for the bands that we play with to say it. Yeah. And up next is a uh, great band. <laughs> yeah, they're coming to the stage right now. Um, yeah, um, I think that's and it. Psychic really. dog is that still uh, up Psy on Psychic band? dog yeah. is is dead, but it's still there. Right. Um, so you can go check that music out. Um, also, Hooker Clops. You can check out Hooker Clops. <laughs> um, another great band oh, that and I was in. See, and you have Pony so many fucking projects, man. You have more. <laughs> and Pony Snot, uh, my friends, uh, she just turned nine. Happy birthday, Brita. Um, she Happy came birthday. up when I was playing a, a, a solo set um, and just grabbed the microphone and handed me a plate with a bunch of songs on it. And I played some some riffs and she sang and then we became a band that Can't day beat so, that. no yeah. no ego in that band that's the first band i've ever been in without <laughs> ego so it's been, it's great oh that's that's the yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that i'm i am planning to force my kids to make a band with me so. <laughs> cool so they'll all I mean, fucking they want to so it's not like yeah. that really yeah <laughs> dad you can be the roadie yeah Awesome. Well, thank you, Doug. And, thank you. Uh, cheers. Many cheers. Yeah. Super cheers. Yeah. Well, well, folks, uh, so if you hung in there, um, uh, I had a really fascinating conversation with Doug. It was lots of fun. I learned a lot because I did not know most of the songs that he brought up, um, which is the whole point of a side quest is this to is pick so up exciting. some new. Maybe it's going to make our third season. Maybe yeah. these will be our new songs for the third season. Yeah, exactly. We we get new ideas. Maybe one of them will be one that we want to focus on and sing and add yeah. to our repertoire. I love it. It's like for every five, we pick one. <laughs> yeah. That's all, we can, that's all we can handle. Hey, man, there's only so much uh, that can get in stored in my brain at I'm this point honest, in my life. So, I like... have used the word nipperkin more yes. in the last year. Yes. Yeah. Maybe in the last month. We, we are just always like, how about a little nipperkin? Like, I, yeah. I say that all the time. It's part of my daily or weekly. Like, yeah. Well, you definitely need to get the Pennsylvania Rent Fair then because their whole children's program and area is called the Nipperkins, right? So, it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. exciting. It's very exciting. And again, we were talking about the Ren Fest. That's really just, you know, our love of that is kind of where booze bards yeah that's that's um, the origin birth. of booze bards no, and it was no, a very no weird thing to be like hey um we sing drinking songs and we talk about them in the present tense but we'd really like to come to the red fest and we don't really know much about the whole like let's I'm, i don't even I try to like make it ren renaissance we era can't. but i mean you know ren fairs i think that ship has sailed we yeah exactly right? we wear the yeah. clothes we can't i mean we just can't because especially if we're drinking and trying to remember all the words right um, to all of our songs. No, many of them are songs that I originally heard at Renfest or for Memphis. Oh, so it's not like there's not a very strong connection between drinking songs and Renfest, let's face it. But I'm not going to not sing Thirsty Today 
or uh, oh, you know so um, drinking tequila, you know, ex for example. Right? So, yeah, absolutely. Make it run well, the, I, I'm I'm hoping to add if I can learn all the the lyrics in time. Uh, kiss me, I'm shit faced, which Ren Fair is a family affair, so we'll have to do like kiss me, I'm faced, right? You know, right. Uh, it's hard when we're used to doing this podcast for me to go into family mode, especially because I swear in front of my own kids all the time. <laughs> I kind of do too. Not as much as you. Yeah. yeah. You, you're more than me. Um, but yeah, it's um, definitely when it's um, 930 at night and I'm right. in my closet drinking and yeah. uh, eating pizza. Mom's in the closet drinking and eating pizza. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> 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 Fuck off. <laughs> oh, get, no, get the razor blades. <laughs> you know how we're constantly trying to not make this about Irish drinking songs? Yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's impossible. This episode of Booze Bards was produced by Chris Adams and Greg Bryan and edited by Greg Bryan. The Booze Bards theme song was written and recorded by, you guessed it, Chris Adams and Greg Bryan. You can find us at boozebards.com where you can find show notes and our email address and such. Or you can just subscribe, that's what I do, to all my favorite podcasts on whatever platform you like, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. If you do that, please leave a review. That would be really helpful. Until next time, here's to the song in your heart. Well, it's official. I had too much to drink last night. It made me just start thinking about all the different ways that how we phonate. And no wonder people are always so confused because... I usually phonate by myself or in a group. I... <laughs>